America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. And today's raids ended with nine arrests and 17. We have increased seizures of illegal drugs. Shortages of marijuana are now being reported. A dirty war has erupted, sanctioned by the Philippines' new president. His orders for his people and his police. Kill them. Kill them. Yo, that's what they're doing over there. Shit, that's what we're basically doing here, too. I know. What the fuck? Welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast. It's your boy, Tim, and your boy, Dave. Yo. Yo. Here to deliver, without a doubt. Babies. Yes. Lots and lots of them. Seriously, thank you for joining us on the show today. Today, we are going to talk. We're going to cover some stories, okay? We're going to cover some stories like we like we used to do. We used to come on here and just cover stories of the drug war. That was our that was our shtick. Our uh, what? Our shtick. What's like shtick? It's a shtick. It's like a it's like a thing you do. It's like oh, a thing that you know. Yeah. That's your like your that's like your like niche. Your niche. Like your niche. 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 <laughs> So many pronunciations for the same word. So either way, once again, if you're listening to us on Podbean, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of these podcast mediums, please subscribe, share the show, and give us a rating and review. It's always appreciated because, you know, it feels good to see that stuff, so give us some of that. Give us some of that love. Either way, you know, Dave and I, we not only do we podcast and we're dads and we work and we do, you know, all the normal activities that most fathers and podcasters do, we also have a brand new startup we started last year called happy life herbals it is a cbd company we use the best cbd that we can find in our products and we will put it up against anything you've tried fuck charlotte's web dang that's what I'm going to say, man. They want 150 bucks for their shit, dude. That's outrageous. Ours is 36 for what? the same fucking size, but better quality. So if you're looking to get your ECS, which is your endocannabinoid system, loaded up with CBD. Quality CBD. You want to make sure that you load heavy to start which is a new method I just learned in this continuing education of the endocannabinoid system. You want to take a big dose to start and get it loaded up to feel the effects because if you're taking a drop or two of tincture under your tongue, you're never going to get any benefit. Right. And if you're trying things because you think they're going to, uh, you're going to have a reaction or you're going to get high or something, you're not going to get the desired benefit. So make sure you reach out to us at Happy Life Herbals. We'll answer any of your questions. If you have questions about how it works, how much to use, our products range from 35 bucks up to like 65 bucks. We have different ranges of different things, mostly organically grown in Michigan. 
uh, few ingredients as possible, most in organic ingredients as possible, give us a shout. Pet line will be coming soon. So if you got some pets that need some loving, they need some care. I'll be trying that if I was you. Let's give them a code. Ooh. Do we have a code for the website? No, but I can tweet a code when I make one. All right. I don't have one. Check yet. our Twitter. Follow us at Daily Addict Show. At Daily Addict Show. Yes. We're on IG too. The Daily Daily Addict Podcast. If my tongue ever works. Daily Addict Podcast. Looks pretty good. We're covering some interesting stories today. We're not going to talk about COVID. We're not going to talk about the protests. We talked about that last episode. We talked about COVID a few episodes ago. We understand what's going on in the world right now, folks. We're going to talk about some other things that are going on in the world that we talk about all the time. I'm just going to say this, man. The drug war killed more people than COVID. By far. I mean, that's that's easy, dude. By far. By far. Let's cover this story by marijuanamovement.net. And this is a prediction one of us made. It was an easy prediction, I got to tell you. Nearly 100 cities are considering decriminalizing psychedelics. The movement to decriminalize psychedelics, mostly psilocybin, has spread so rapidly this year it's hard to keep track. But Decriminalize Nature, the group that coordinating many of these initiatives is up to task. Man, I didn't know that. Decriminalize Nature. They, they would go along our same beliefs as it if would. it's a plant and it's natural. Wow. I like that. I like that a lot. I wonder, you know, I wonder if they have a website and they have like some, uh, they have like some swag you can get, you know, some swag would be nice. So yeah, decriminalize nature.org. If you guys want to subscribe to their newsletter or find out what they're all about, and they have a lot of articles, they have a lot of research. It's a very well put together website. Um, hey, uh, the California governor just said that uh, marijuana legalization is a civil rights matter. So I see it all kind of mingles between everything. It does. It is a civil rights matter. It's our right to develop our own relationship with nature. When you're talking about cannabis, psilocybin, coca plant, opium. Mm -hmm. All good plants. Yes. You want to take a coca leaf and rub it on your gums because you got a little toothache? I'm okay with that. You want to chew a little bit up before you go on your bike ride so you're like looking around and fucking pedaling fast? Not only that, I'm good dude, with it, that too. it helps suppress the appetite when you chew on the leaves. So that's like yeah. a natural diet. I you know. know. You ain't going to die from it. Girl, you look so fine today. You, did you lose weight? Full of them coca leaves. Did you lose weight, girl? Mm-hmm. I'm on that cocaine diet. Mm, girl, come here. I'm on that cocaine diet. 
Coke tea. When, when we were talking to um, Doug McVeigh uh, mm-hmm. of the uh, drugfacts.org, drugwarfacts.org, he made it sound like there was Coke tea. Do you remember that? Like Coke, like there's some tea out there. You can make tea out of cocaine. I don't remember, but I'm sure you could. You can make tea out of any kind of leaves, man. I don't know why that stuck with me. Just after a while, you wouldn't feel it going down, though. Decriminalize nature, everybody. You can download their manifesto kind of thing they got going on there. I'm going to go back to this site as soon as uh, we're done with the show because I'm interested now. I'm just learning this. Um, the garden continues to grow. So what they're doing is the group, they shared a map of the most up-to-date information in which city activists are targeting efforts to remove or reduce penalties for substances like psilocybin, Ibogaine, Ibogaine. I'm ignorant. What is that? What's Ibogaine? Ibogaine. Hmm. And I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, so I probably sound like an idiot. But it's okay because I can learn. Oh, it's a therapy for drug addiction. Okay. It's a naturally psychoactive substance found in the plants, such as, oh, different plants in Africa. Uh, I wonder if that's uh, peyote. Could be. Hmm. Anyways, I'm learning all kinds of stuff here today. Along with the status of those campaigns, all told, the map shows nearly 100 jurisdictions jurisdictions where decriminalization has either been considered or already in motion. That's a significant progress considering Denver became the first city to decriminalize psilocybin just six months ago and was followed by Oakland, which we were like, we covered that. We're like, man, this is crazy. Next thing you know, sure enough, the bulk of cities of the map are at very early stages of advancing reform, with most being identified with a cream-colored pin that means activists in those jurisdictions have reached out to decriminalize nature and received the group's information packet about the next steps. So, this is something we should do. Mm, we could do this. Yeah, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this with you guys. We're going to order the packet. And we're also going to contact um, Decriminalize Nature and see if they want to have somebody on the show. That'd be great, I think. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. This is exciting stuff. Uh, orange pins indicate that activists are participating in events, including webinars and community channels. The next level, blue pins, are for those areas who organized or organizing process has started with official launch events and social media presence. Green pins that means the campaign has taken steps to engage with city council in talking to media. Dallas, Ann Arbor, Minneapolis have all green pins. Ann Arbor seems like they're on top of everything. Dude, they man. are like so ready to legalize. I, I call that, I've been having that. I'm right on the pulse of that thing. I see that stuff. They They have... A lot of activity surrounding psilocybin there. So if they decriminalize psilocybin here, are you going to use it? If not, I'm going to grow it for sure. Yeah. 
just because, just because. Psychedelics reform has gotten less attention at a federal level, but that doesn't mean it's been ignored entirely. AOC introduced an amendment to a spending bill over the summer that would have, would have removed a budget rider that she argued has inhibited research to the potential medical benefits of psychedelics. Damn, I thought she was an idiot. The congresswoman also called for the decriminalizing of psychedelics for personal usage on a broader, later broadened that to include all illicit drugs. So she's against the war on drugs. So I got to give it to her, man. She's, that's, no matter what, I try to stay apolitical on here, but man, you don't see too many high exposure politicians saying remove illicit drugs from right. the law. I mean. The Federal Health Agency will host a noted psychedelics researcher to talk about the substances for educational event next month. I want to throw this out here, though, that it's going to be easier and easier for, for places to legalize things now with the older generation getting into politics. Yeah. Because most of the older people are just, you know, they're they're just stuck in their ways, and it's bad it's bad, bad. So, liquor, coffee, nicotine. Yep. Liquor, coffee, nicotine. Liquor, coffee, nicotine. And now liquor, once we coffee, get these nicotine. younger people in here, man, it's just going to change, I hope. Yeah, well, we are going to be on the forefront of this battle, though, bro. We should be. We should definitely do something. We are. We're providing information to people around the world about the war on drugs. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Thank you again for tuning in. Let's go on to the second story because that was exciting. Um, but before we do that, I want to go back to this story and give everybody the same stuff because I want to sign up for it right now. I want to sign up for um, the peach colored pen. No, I want to sign up for the information packet. Oh. So if we if we go and I'm I'm gonna walk everybody through this really quick. It's called decriminalizednature.org. Um on here they have you for you to support the un, unalienable human right to develop our own relationship with nature. You can subscribe to the newsletter, you can download resolution that passed. Uh, with amendments and other resolutions that they have. They have their shit together. You can hit the little volunteer tab and go to, yes, I want to volunteer. They got a little form. There's a survey, name, email, phone number, city and state. Uh, looks like it's a three-page thing. Could we lead, could, could we lead the Saginaw movement? We probably could because there's no there's no Saginaw on their on their map. Right. Looks like Detroit Ann Arbor. I'd I'd, I'd go to a smaller. I'd go like Thomas Township. Start. Just drop us a line. Yeah, so you can volunteer. There's events. Let's see if there's events in our city. You can go there. Obviously, with everything going on right now, probably not a lot of events scheduled for around this time. But. This is a. This is exactly what our last episode was about. Is their last event they have here? Healing from within, a reset from racial trauma and the role of the psychedelic community. So, really, psychedelics are used for healing and for resetting your mind. 
and the people that are smart that have maybe even tried it in a controlled way or looked at the studies know that when you're taking mushrooms, man, you're just, you are looking into, you're looking at the world in a different way and you're looking at yourself in a different way. And I really think they benefit your mind and I think they benefit your, your soul, you know, your spirit. I've noticed that there's an energy between all living things. There's an energy and maybe it enhances that energy or makes it visible, but it's definitely there. And this, none of this stuff surprises me. I think that it just makes sense. So are we going to subscribe to the newsletter or are we going to volunteer? Let's subscribe first. All right. We're going to subscribe to the newsletter. Okay. So what we would do is go home. Then we say donate, volunteer, subscribe to the newsletter right here. Uh, the Daily Addict Podcast. All right. We subscribed. Boom. Hells yeah. I'm not a bot. Uh-oh, select images of the parking meters. I'm always bad at this shit, though, man. See, they try to trick you. One's a mailbox, but it looks like a parking meter. <laughs> so I'm saying, man. And there, was there a parking meter in the image that I don't see? Oh, right there. Okay, I'm not a bot. Subscribe. Booyah. Been confirmed. Okay. It's good to go. We are subscribed. And again, you know, I must mention the fact that one of the 2020 predictions was psilocybin was going to be legalized in a lot more cities. And uh, I think if this COVID thing didn't hit, it would have been done, man. It would have been further along. Yeah. A second story, also from marijuanamovement.net, one of our favorite sites, obviously. Um, the White House is reviewing cannabis research from the FDA. And uh, this is a newsletter dated June 3rd. The Trump campaign attacked Biden's drug war record. Um, that's a different. And Booker calls out the cannabis arrest disparity, which is, yeah, it is bad. Joe Biden's policies destroyed millions of black lives. Yes. But and he says Joe Biden may not remember, but we do, and he's right. He's right. The policies you, you of that. You said that in the last show, man. It's, it's yeah, true. That's the way it is. Yeah, Joe Biden, and then people are people, people that were around then remember it. I don't remember it personally, but I read a lot about it, and it's like this dude perpetrated fucking some of the harshest shit ever. Um. Senator Cory Booker uh, cited racial disparities in marijuana enforcement as an example of what's motivating police accountability protests. So that's a, that's what we were saying in the last episode. Yes. P 
People can't get a job. They can't get a loan from the bank and do things that two out of the last three presidents admitted to doing. And that's a good point. You know, Obama, Clinton, you know Donald Trump did some drugs. He might not have smoked weed. You know he did cocaine, though. You know he did the rich man's drugs, mm-hmm. though. You know he did that shit. Um, of course, marijuana prohibition isn't the sole cause of America's racial inequalities, nor is it the sole reason why certain members of the police continue to engage in racially aggressive policing and misconduct, but its criminalization is one of the tools commonly used to justify and perpetuate these injustices and that is a quote directly from Eric L. Terry, the director of Normal. The FDA has been giving, given uh, temporary authority to enforce any federal crime committed as a result of protests over George Floyd. Um, so they can conduct covert surveillance on protesters. Um, they can do a lot of different things that they were not allowed to do before. That's fucked up. It's crazy. But the White House is reviewing CBD and marijuana research guidance from the FDA. So the White House is reviewing the plan. The Food and Drug Administration submitted a draft guidance issued last week at the White House for their um, Office of Management and Budget Details about the document titled Cannabis and Cannabis-Derived Compounds, Quality Considerations for Clinical Research. But the FDA spokesperson indicated to Marijuana Movement it's only related to the agency's ongoing work to develop broader CBD regulations that could eventually allow for marketing of cannabis products as dietary supplements for food items. So what's going on right now, everybody, with CBD? You know, we have our finger on CBD. We provide some of the top-notch CBD in the industry right now. But what's really going on with CBD? I'll tell you what's going on with CBD. Everybody invested in CBD. A lot of farmers did. A lot of people that are in the marijuana industry that already know about the benefits of CBD. And they produced a lot of um, CBD biomass last year. Tons of it. They They process so much that they have liters and liters of CBD distillate in storage right now but you might ask why is the market still asking for charlotte's web 150 dollars a bottle right? right right well the reason why is everybody's holding on to it because they're waiting for the fda to approve cbd to be put into your regular everyday products because soon as pepsi cola and doritos and fucking little Debbies or whoever can put CBD in their products, they're going to do it. They're going to put CBD in your fucking, you know. I mean, if it's good for you, why not, you know? In your uh, Arnold Palmer lemonade, you know? As part of the work, the FDA continues to explore potential pathways for various types of CBD products to be lawfully marketed. <laughs> The statement continues, an important component of this work is obtaining and evaluating information to address outstanding questions related to the safety of CBD products that will inform our consideration of potential regulatory frameworks for CBD while maintaining the FDA's rigorous public health standards. We will continue to update the public about our path forward 
as our progress continues and on based on science and data. Um, that's the problem. They don't have any data. They don't know. Uh, for a long time, they've relied on data, but now they're relying, they're doing, they're listening to people. They really are. For a change. For a change. People are soliciting public uh, input. They're, the FDA is soliciting from people public input, and they're getting a lot of feedback. The agency had an update to Congress in March that has several specific questions it wants answered before deciding whether the cannabinoid can be lawfully marketed. So this is a long process, folks, longer than it needs to be. It sent The FDA also sent a letter to a CBD company owned by a former NFL player after advertisements it displayed suggested the products could treat or prevent coronavirus infection, for example. CBD does have an antiviral benefit, but I can't say that if I'm selling my CBD. That's the problem. So you can't tell the truth because why? Because there's no statistical data to pass, you know, to to come out with right now. You would have to have studies. And unfortunately, the U.S. is not equipped or give a shit to really study this. So you got Canada, Israel, Netherlands, and Czechoslovakia. Are the only com are the only countries with enough balls to try to study marijuana as a plant derived medicine? So the U.S. is going to be left behind again, again. on another research again. that could have benefited billions of people. Millions. I mean, if they're if they're you know they'll spend billions on growing poppy po poppy in fucking Tasmania, but they won't fucking do the research here for the people that want the stuff here. You know, it's just a weird thing. That's all because of drug war, man. Uh, uh. Going on to the last story of the episode. If you enjoyed those stories on marijuanamovement.net. Check them out. Check them out. Uh, we will put the stories in the notes uh, of the show. So the last story here is by the the Indian Tribune. It's called The Tribune, India.com, Voice of the People. And this is about two Indian origin men jailed for the largest bust with 20 million pounds of drugs in the UK. See how, see how I did that? Every other story would have put tons. Right. But they wanted to make it look more, so they put million pounds. pounds yes. A total weight. Oh, that's not 20 million pounds. That's 20 million dollar pounds because it was in the UK. Oh. <laughs> wait, am I so confused? Because it says the total weight of the cocaine was 168 kilograms. So that's worth 20 million pounds, probably. 168 kilos. Yeah, man, because they uh, they got euros, but in the UK they got pounds. Pounds. Do they use pounds in the UK? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's read the story. All right. Two uh, Indian original, orig 
Origin men have been sentenced to a total of 34 years in what Scotland Yard described as one of the biggest busts in the UK worth more than 20 million pounds. Oh, there we go. There we go. Shakti Gupta of Birmingham and Baldev Singh Sahota, 54, of Oldbury and West Midlands was jailed for 18 years and 16 years respectively. Damn. Following a haul of 172 kilograms of cocaine, the largest land seizures of a Class A or illicit drug in the country. This operation has resulted in one of the largest land seizures of cocaine in the UK ever. There we go again. Record drug bust. Everyone's a record man. Record drug bust. They want you to believe that they're doing something. They want you to believe that this is for the greater good. They want you to believe they got a couple of dangerous Indian origin men off the street. And I could tell you by looking at the picture. Shakti and Beldiv, they don't look like very like dangerous high level men, dude. They're probably just trying to feed their family, man. They're feeding a lot of families with that much coke. I wish I had that much coke. The firmer, the further search was carried out at an address in Birmingham for another 4K of cocaine and MDMA. And one kilogram of a cutting agent were discovered inside the address. They were charged with conspiracy to supply Class A drugs, namely cocaine. And the duo were sentenced in the same court earlier this month. The sentence result in, is due to hard work and commitment from those who involved by dismantling the drug network and intrinsic is where did, where, intrinsically linked to the violence that we have seen playing out in our streets of the country. So let me tell you something, Mister Ballard. Um, the violence is caused because of the policy on drugs. You fuck the result should serve as a stark warning to anyone involved in the supply of drugs in london and the rest of the uk we will do everything we can legitimately do to bring you to justice i don't think the drug war is working man it's a worldwide this is in the uk fuck. man and they think they got they think they got there's someone else so if you if you um if you think about it it's good that you got all this coke off the street, but is it? This is a hundred. Well, my nose. No, it's says not. Otherwise, it's not. Man. I was being sarcastic. Oh, one hundred sixty-eight. Okay. Right, right. One hundred sixty-eight kilograms. You know how many tons of cocaine Peru and Colombia produce a year? Do you have any idea? Does anybody have any idea? We probably, do. Probably we a little do. bit more than that. You know, I'm talking, I'm talking 3,500, 4,000 tons. 4,000 tons. At a minimum. At a minimum. A year. And 168 kilograms on this, you know, put these two guys away for 34 years combined. Is going to do what? What's it going to do? Let somebody else step in? Someone else, someone else is going to step in. 
They don't understand, man. This drug war, I mean, a lot of countries modeled their drug war after us for some reason, which is stupid. But it's, it's like being like a weed company, like lawn weeds, man. You, you get, you cut them and they just grow back. Right. I mean, you just, you might as well just, I don't know, man. It's stupid. It's just a perpetual waste of money and just people. educate people, man. If if they're not going to, if, if you educate them, they can usually determine the harmful effects of something and they're probably not going to use it. I mean, that's just, you just can't say, we're the government, we're going to tell you that weed's bad. So we're going to put you in fucking jail. Fuck that. Educate me. Why is it bad? What does it do? Does it have any benefits? Jesus. Another record, or another record bust. I just tweeted it out. Damn, you're gonna see records it records off before, before, the, over, before the episode even comes out. You know what? I'm gonna tweet out the. Uh, see if I can tweet out the. Decriminalized nature as well. That'd be nice. I like that movement, man. It makes sense it's too because great, it's all fucking nature. It's here for a reason. Use it. They don't have a tweet button right on their front page. They should. Damn. Should let them know that by contact. Oh, well. It's a nonprofit. Yeah, man. Tweet that shit out for sure. Decriminalized nature, the daily addict, psilocybin's on its way. Hide your kids, hide your wife. They're going to be doing shrooms. (laughs) Now we're going to go out. Now we're going to go out. Should we go hey, out? I don't know which one we're going to go out with, man. Just go out with whatever one you feel like we should do it. That's what we come in with. We can go out with it. All right. We're going to double it up. Double it up. Hey, big shout out to Mike Biggs on the West Coast. No, yeah. we don't have it. Uh, there we go. We got it. Peace. Peace. <laughs>